my nana, my mum's mum, used to make me a jumper every Christmas. Did anyone else have that? She used to make me a, a jumper every Christmas. Much better than the ones in the shops. No. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> I remember one year she made me this burgundy monstrosity. Sleeves way too long. And in the front she'd embroidered, Blacks go home. <laughs> I said, I'm not wearing that. It's burgundy. <laughs> and the sleeves are too long, you crazy racist whore. is my favorite time of year. Join me, Liberace, this Christmas Eve for a musical tribute to the holidays where we'll have a host of celebrity guests singing a medley of your favorite songs. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, holiday show spectacular. This is the 17th annual Sick and Wrong holiday show spectacular. I mean, it's literally time to slit your wrist. Almost old enough to buy porno and cigarettes. Yeah, almost yeah. old enough to vote. Well, yeah, in Britain, insane. you could get married at se- at seventeen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, can't you have sex with someone at sixteen? Yeah, we. How? We're all shocking. What's the age to get married in the United States? Anything? I think it depends. Like in the south, in the south. <laughs> in the south, it's like eleven. No, it's got to be fifteen <laughs> in some like yeah bullshit southern state. I don't. What is it in Bay City, Steel? <laughs> What the marriage age? <laughs> age of consent. I, uh, well, I'm, I'm not talking would, about the age of consent. I'm talking about getting consent, married. I think you. I think age of consent is 16. I think. Oh, it's like or it used to be like. Uh, if two 14 year olds are, are going at it, is that technically breaking the law? Is it no. pedophilia if two 14 year olds no, no, are having sex? That's within the the realm of legality. But if you're like 18, you're having sex at 14. Statutory rape. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying, like, could two 14-year-olds also get married? Ooh, I don't know about that. If you're under 18, I think even when the marriage, like, you had to have, like, signed permission from your parent or guardian, yeah. I think, if you're he, getting married. You probably can't, like, legally sign the marriage, whatever the fucking yeah. document is, is what happened. The marriage contract. This is yeah, a reality 18, TV show. Like, getting, like, eight 14-year-olds... Marrying minors and then just following them for a couple of this years. This is like Gordy's wet dream. <laughs> is it no pedophilia? Like, so like during like Little House on the Prairie and shit, those broads were getting married at like 10 to like a 12 year old shit. Like they died by the time they were 30. Exactly. I mean, but that was like the 1800s. You had to squeeze out at least one or two pups. <clears throat> it reminds yeah, me of that movie, um, that Richard Linklater movie, that Boyhood or whatever the fuck it's oh, called. That movie's where awful. He's like, I know. He gets this kid, I mean, in real life, who's yeah. like, what, five? And is like, oh, you're going to be in my movie for the re- next 12 years of your life. Oh, like, that kid didn't movie. have a choice. What if he wanted to become a garbage man or something? I don't like, get He the, got the, fucked. Was it hidden cameras? Like, how did he No, it's him? a film. We watched it. Remember how watched, fucking awful that. it was? Well, maybe it's I was. It's like four it. hours or something. Yeah, I didn't. I and like, you watched the kid age in real time. Like, he filmed it over this kid's entire life. But, like, the kid had... Like, if you're a kid and you get put in an ad, okay, fine. You know, your parents make some money off of you, and maybe it's embarrassing later in life. But, like, this kid, his parents committed him to being in this movie for, like, 12 fucking years. Did they get, I mean, Fuck they must have been getting money for it. Obviously. Huh? They must have been getting yeah, paid Yeah, obviously they it. did. Yeah. 
This was a big fucking movie. It like got nominated for an Oscar date. It's awful. It's like one of the worst uh, movies. Yeah, ever. but what's worse? Putting your kid in a reality show like Honey Boo Boo? Like, think about that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. Same kind of deal. One well, of those well, I think the sister just died. Yeah, I saw that. Did she die of like obesity? Or I don't fentanyl? think she was that fat. <laughs> Probably fentanyl then. Although if you see yeah. the picture of Honey Boo Boo, she's like she's seventeen. She's as old as this podcast. Do you know that? Huh. Interesting. Yeah. You should and get she, her on the show. You know, I probably <laughs> should because we used to make fun of her like what fourteen years ago? And you still are yeah, making make fun of her. Well, yeah. She's oh god, she's so nothing's changed in seventeen years. Yeah. Um You're thinking of the mom I don't think you're thinking of the kid. I think you're you're thinking of the mom. No, June or whatever, Mama June. Google a picture of uh, Honey Boo Boo. She's definitely portly, and she's like married to a black dude. <laughs> portly is Honey Boo Boo okay. her real name? I I don't. Or is know. that like her nickname? No, it's a nickname that they called her. I don't remember her real name. It's a terrible show, but I think she's warped from it too. Well, I'm TMing marrying minors now. I'm in Hollywood. I'm gonna pitch it to some dudes. Get this shit made. That, make some bang. That does sound like something a video would say. You don't anyway, even have to get it made. I, mean, I think you could just sell the idea. And it, then it doesn't even have to ever get made. You can that's just all it takes. Money. That's all that's it all takes. Well, I mean, I, MTV. I mean, MTV used to have the show, what, 16 or 15 and pregnant or whatever the fuck it was. Teen Moms. Yeah, that show was actually, that show was actually really good. Yeah. I loved Teen Moms. <laughs> like, what was she called? The one who became a porn star. One with long dark hair. Oh, Farrah something. Farrah, thank Farrah you. Farrah something, I think. Yes, yeah, she was my right. favorite. Well, the sixteen and pregnant is that the one where they like give birth in a McDonald's bathroom, <laughs> like accidentally? It should have been. I don't remember I'm that. Sure that ever I'm going to have that on, moment in Marion. The whole time they were pregnant, there nobody's going to let them do that. <laughs> I, the the best thing was always like that. the boyfriends were such losers and like you know on tons of dr- just like on dumb drugs like. Yeah. Like taking massive amounts of like Xanax, which I always just think like you're fucking taking Xanax for fun. Like, what is wrong with you? And the mothers would always scold the daughter, you know, with a glimpse of harsh reality. Whereas the dad's like, I don't know how we're going to do it. But, you know, I love how they daughter. would skirt around the issue of abortion as well. If it was like nobody mentioned it, nobody mentioned that you could do that. You're just going to be really, really pregnant in the school. This Wag- is it. Waggly, do you have uh the, the app Pluto or Steel. Do you have the app Pluto? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't think I have it anymore, but I know uh, Verizon. Was it Verizon? Yeah, I had Verizon. They used to like, it would be one of those automatic apps that they would like when you got a new phone update, it would be one of the apps that was automatically in your phone. It's like a, it's like a streaming TV, right? Yeah, it's a stream, streaming it's like one of those TV free- service. Yeah, yeah, like 2B or whatever. It's one of those free streaming things, but they have no. no the, the best thing about Pluto is you don't have. They don't make you stand up for an account. It's yeah, like the yeah, only it's app like that. You just TV. turn it on and watch whatever the fuck you want, and you, most of it's garbage. I used to, there's a sh- channel that just continuously showed trains, like no voiceover. <laughs> Just no, train. no, no just some autistic kid just, somewhere just is train, wanking train, to that channel. Yeah, yeah well, well, if you're really high, it's kind of cool. So if you click on the reality section, they have a lot of the old MTV shows, but they had this show from the 90s that Kate's been obsessed with. I know we're going to talk about this in a later episode of Sick and Wrong, but she's been obsessed with a show called Studs. Do, Do you, you remember guys remember Studs? Studs? Early Studs 90s. <laughs> 
Yeah, the, it was like the muckraking reporter from the fifties. No, no, not Stephen Urkel. <laughs> no, I don't remember. Was that an MTV show that? or a VH1 show? No, it was I don't a big show, show in the early nineties. I forget the guy that hosted it, but it basically be two guys would go on a date with three girls and bang them all, and then they would like it was like a game show where the girls would would say stuff like, you know. He's sizzling in bed, or you know, vampire in the in the sheets, and a Wolverine in the streets, or whatever. He, she would say something I never stupid, said and then the dude yeah. would have to pick the quote and say like, "Oh, it was Candy who said that," and then he'd get a little heart, and then the one stud would be the king stud. And it's a, it's a really hypersexualized show. And I fucking love it. The fashion. Ron Goldman was on it like a year or two before he got murdered. Oh, before he got his neck fucking yeah, cut off, like two years before. Yeah. Uh, and, and the girls love Ron No, they didn't actually. They liked the other guy because he, he, no, he was up against an Italian stallion. Oh, yeah, the Italian stallion so they liked the out. Italian stallion. Yeah. The girls really liked him, though. He was yeah. a good looking Jew, though, that uh, Ron Goldman he character. Is. He was a pretty good looking dude, yeah. But yeah, yeah when you're going against an Italian, you're, you're out of luck. I don't care what ethnicity you are, they're always going to go with the Latin, the <laughs> Latin <laughs> lover. You're going against the former running back, <laughs> David. <laughs> well, that's another thing. Right. One of the only reasons I still keep Twitter is because I want to I'm making it like just a personal mission that I want to get blocked by OJ because he posts a lot of stuff on Twitter. And he's there's always some tongue in cheek reference to something that could be traced back. And all I ever do is just comment about Ron or Nicole under it. I just want to get blocked by him so bad. Yeah. Yeah. He was out of control when he first got out of prison. He was fucking on Twitter. He was amazing on Twitter, like the, especially like the first six months he got released. Oh, he's he, still good. He hadn't been on social media at all, so he was like a whole new thing. And he was constantly spoke. He was amazing. I haven't kept up with him since, but he was incredible then. Poor Ron Goldman never even got to use Twitter. <laughs> yeah, he died before this technology was. <laughs> but anyway, I'm Pluto. bestowed upon us. Pluto, you can find all those old MTV shows. Like, do you remember the one Next? I love Next. You ever see that one? That was one that was like a little after our time, but it was like in the early 2000s. So I, I worked with some younger dude who told me about it. It's kind of amazing. It's like five dudes are on a bus, and the girl, like, you just come off the bus, and the girl will look at you, and within like two seconds be like, next. next. And that guy's got to leave. And if you say anything the girl doesn't like, she'll just say next. next. Well, then you go on a date with her. She'll be like, okay, that guy's hot. A date? And then you <laughs> go on that. like a date. But like, I mean, I, I would just you, can, you know, like, you can just go online and watch a show called Bang Bus, right? Where people just fuck <laughs> on a car. What's, what's the Fake point of this? taxi. Well, these are like minors, right? Aren't they high school kids? No, they're like early 20s. Oh, I just was thinking like you're, you're becoming that old guy. Well, no, what I'm are you, 12? Just... Like, sir, I'm 28 years old. Well, I was just like looking at that, just thinking how quickly I would get nexted. <laughs> as soon as you came off the I bus, just, Dave. I just think when Next. they saw one leg coming down the stairs. <laughs> Next. Like, I don't really think it would take very long. They would hear you before you'd even gone off the bus. All these Jew noises, all these nasal noises, complaining. I bet you, Steele, you probably would have done well on the show. Oh, with you're the mullet. Tall and the mullet and the jean shorts. Oh, and, and that in that time period? Oh, I, I, I think I would have at least... Uh... I would have at least gotten off the bus, I think. Why are they on? What is the point of them being on a bus? Is it a school? Is it a yellow school bus? Like no, they have a camera. Well, they have a camera, so there's scenes of like the dudes, the bros, just chilling on the bus, being like, 
man, you got nexted. You got nexted, dude. And that right, like, but they could chill. They could be chilling in a room. Like, why does the bus drive them somewhere? Yeah, now the bus goes to. I think the bus goes to all the different locations where the girls are. There's multiple girls that say next. Like, I think <laughs> I would get nexted that? in each location. <laughs> are they like pulling them off the street and just getting them to sign a consent form and then filming it? Or are the girls like casted on? The you show? know, my ex actually almost got on the show. Well, then she wasn't trying, but they would come to her high school in San Diego and be like, Hey, you want to be on this MTV show? And you could, so they would just go to high schools like in California and Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a fucking uh, fabrics. No, I mean, go, no go, go to fucking high show. schools and pulling girls out and putting them on the show. That there would have be been seniors. a huge scandal. It was a glory age back then, yeah. wasn't it? She said, like, yeah, but come... in the 90s, nobody gave, like, nobody was, it seems like you could probably, that probably might be true if it was in the 90s, because it, it, it was like, that was early 2000s. 2000s. So people got, like, oh, well, she, okay. She uh, also said, then, yeah. they would, like, recruit or whatever, like, hire people right at San Diego Community College, too. <laughs> so they knew where there'd All be, right. like, attractive girls, and they'd just go and get them. And I think they got paid, like, 500 bucks to be on the show on a free date. Like, a free not? date. <laughs> well, actually, he's just jealous because he'd be nexted as quickly as I would. Oh, I would be fucking next. I, they'd next me out the window. Of the bus. <laughs> you the would next yourself. <laughs> they would see Wackley pulling up and be like, that guy right there, Poindexter, next. Wackley would walk on the stairs and I'd just be, be like, next. I'd be hanging myself with my, a belt from that back door. I thought it was next. <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on moving on this is Necking the holiday myself. show so i hope you guys have some eggnog but this is a special day because kate's never had eggnog before is it meant to curdle oh boy it is. it's supposed to look like i don't know 20 day old it already cum. looks like it's curdled Doesn't it look like old cum um why do you have old cum it's not old cum to it's eggnog it. compared to <laughs> yeah, i'm just cum, saying like usually cum if once comes on my belly, like once I jerk off and it's on my belly, within ten minutes it like curds up. It's not like it's it, it, it's not creamy or like a fucking eggnog at all. It's all like, it's all like fish dried flakes. up and curded. Yeah, it's yeah, like when you feed fish. If you keep it in a jar, add a little milk, stir it up occasionally, it can curdle. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. It just looks like fucking dried cottage cheese. If it, it wants to hit air, wants to side of the out of your penis. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Are you gonna gonna try try Do you guys have any eggnog? Are you drinking eggnog for the holiday season? Drinking Diet Coke. <laughs> this is what the sh- after 17 years, Wackley's just drinking Diet Coke on the holiday show. It's terrible. All right. Let's try I'm this eggnog. Try him. All right. Mary, like Mary Kwanzaa. Does it have rum in it or is it just like the Bourbon. straight up? Nog component. No, whiskey. We put bourbon. What do, you, what do you think? Okay, so it's not like Advocar, which is always what I thought it would be like. I don't even like. know what that is. It's, a, it, um, it's obviously French. Advocar. Advocar. But it's like a custody type drink that you drink at Christmas time. But this is more flavorful. Do you like it? Yeah, especially because there's a huge <laughs> shot of whiskey in it. Did you put, did you put nutmeg on it? You know, I, I totally I said, no, don't nut on it, <laughs> yeah. do no nuts. <laughs> yeah, she would let me nut on it. Nutmeg. <laughs> Doesn't it already have nutmeg in it? I mean, it might. I thought it came from the store that way with the spice already in it. Well, you know, you can like get the pumpkin spice or something. Time. Is that in it? Well, yeah. I was at, it's kind of I hard so. to get like straight up eggnog. Like I went to fucking uh, Safeway yesterday and it was like vanilla eggnog, you know, mixed up whiskey flavored eggnog. It's like, who wants whiskey flavor? Hmm. Like, I want the real shit, the real deal. The real, yeah, it's pretty good. I 
it's weird how we don't have it in Britain. You'd think the British people would have invented this. Well, we gave you a country and you guys just ran with it, didn't you? <laughs> fucking what have you done with your toilets? We made some fucking eggnog. Right, we moved to a new place. I'm very happy about it because the toilet here is very nearly a British toilet. Very, it's like so We talked about this on British. Thanksgiving, but I forgot what your beef is with the toilets. She feels American toilets have too much water. Why is there so much water? Why are they so low to the ground? It feels like you are like squatting to avoid a predator. Well. Like what's and why yeah, is the gaps in the door? And she why? doesn't. She also feels like it's because well, it has to. We have so many fucking fat, obese, clinically obese side, but you have to have it close to the ground so there's less pressure. So right. if it that buckles, if the toilet buckles and breaks under the girth, that solves that mystery. What about the gaps in the door? Distance to fall to the floor. Can Which also do- has to do with why What's there's that? so much water in there. Because the turds coming out of these huge pieces of shit are, <laughs> are enormous. enormous. They're, and you need the water to mask it's, a, it it's animalistic what comes out of a, an American's asshole. <laughs> Although, you gotta, do you guys ever feel that sense of pride when you get a little tip of the turd out of the water? Or is yeah. it just oh, all the time, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I sometimes I'm just like... Send it to my friends when they're in the fucking work meetings. Yeah, but it's the little things that matter. Like sometimes, you know, you like be like, "Whoa, shit! I broke the fucking tip." You know, I broke the water, like the top of the water. The, I broke. The what what other things? Like when it's one, when it's one long coil, that's pretty cool. Well, steel, you like perfect. a sausage. Oh yeah, I like it when it's. Yeah, I used to be able to. I don't get them nearly as much as I used to. That used to be like a daily occurrence for me. Now it's only a couple times a month where I get a real whopper <laughs> that is should be shared with the world. But the rest of them now they're. I, I'll my my whole regu- my whole system is out of whack the last couple of years. It's like I can't like some days <laughs> I'm like more about your whole. Yeah, you need to take more fiber. Like get some fiber pills. You know it's yeah. I don't know. It's just it's 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 aging. I think yeah. So wait, you don't you don't like email pictures of your turds to Martin anymore? I do once in a while, like I said, but it, I mean, it's it's not as frequent of an occurrence as it used. I used to be able to keep it, like, I don't know how I did it. I didn't do it consciously, but, like, it would just come out in one big fucking log, like, but it'd be curly and it'd be an S shape or whatever, but it would all remain intact. Now I get those once a month, maybe, if I'm lucky. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, man, it's rare, core, it's rare for me strength. to get a solid has a lot to do with it. Um, <laughs> the, uh, anyway, I gotta start doing tackles. The, the reason <laughs> the reason Kate doesn't like all the water is because Kate does Kate doesn't like splashback. Like, do you guys really care about the splashback? Why do you want toilet water on your ass? It's disgusting. It's called a bidet, an American bidet. It's rank. <laughs> you lay the mattress. Well, that's that's even that's just. I was gonna say, can you make the nest? We call it laying a mattress do you, uh, in the UK. Kate, you probably don't have to do this, and I don't know. Do you uh, do you have the 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 doctor ordered thing? <laughs> I think D, we've talked about this. You know, what I'm talking about where they want you to mail you them your shit. Oh yeah, yeah. For co- what? for uh, the colonoscopy. So they they give you a they mail you a special nest <laughs> that you uh, put in your toilet and then you shit on it. Which that's weird to me because it's like shitting right on the ground. Because the, 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 the medical nest like covers off all the water, so it feels like you're just shitting on the ground, which you know is odd. How and then you, you there's it? a little stick, and you and you pick pick a piece of shit out and on the stick, and then you put it in this jar and you mail it mail it to your uh, back to your doctor. 
Okay, the, 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 best, the best part is carrying like the envelope to the mailbox and you, <laughs> just knowing that like I've got a, my own shit in this fucking envelope <laughs> and I'm going to give it to the mailman. Why didn't you just go and get a colonoscopy? They give you good drugs. I got propofol. Oh, they're, 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 I'm avoiding their calls. <laughs> that's, that's what's going on right Yeah, but now. okay. You can mail your shit once a year or you can go and get a colonoscopy with drugs once every 10 years. I think they want me to do both. And oh, and they're being shit. very shady about it because the lady calls me and leaves a message and she's like, it's time for your assessment. Like, <laughs> I know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm not calling your ass back. <laughs> so. Wow. Um, this is very that. much like old man talk yeah, this, right this now. Is 17 at some, years po- this at some point, I'll, I'll get like wheeled into the emergency room because I'll get hit by a car or something and they can do it then. <laughs> that's my medical that's my medical plan just be like while well, you're at the, it the last time i had asshole. to give blood was because i had to go to the emergency room for something and i'm like oh i the doctor wants me to give blood i probably should tell you that and i haven't been doing it and they're like oh we already took it just a couple seconds ago <laughs> i was like oh okay great all right i hate to change yeah, i don't like that i don't like that process <laughs> either fuck that fuck the doctor <laughs> You know, I'd love to chat about your anus uh, longer if we could. <laughs> All we, I got an agenda to get through here. So, Steel, oh, okay. Steel, um, how is your holiday season going for 2023? I, it, it, what? <laughs> what kind of a question? I know. Good, good my How long? It's first, been 17 years, and that's the prompt you go. <laughs> first of all, the, are we even technically in the house? Does that start Thanksgiving or does it start like next week? I don't know what that well, even from means. Thanksgiving, like, right? To how New is Year's. my holiday season going? <laughs> is it Thanksgiving to New Year's? Like for, it starts Thanksgiving, then to New Year's. <laughs> Ends the New Year's? Well, yeah, I like, mean, uh, I don't. I mean, I don't have a family. I mean, I don't like. I don't have a Christmas tree. I mean, I don't know how to tree. answer this. I have no. Uh, What's that? You didn't put up a tree this year by yourself. <laughs> I in the dark? Put up a tree in 25 <laughs> years. You know what? Wackily, my sister ended up putting up a black Christmas tree. Yeah. Jared, uh, is this the first year? Because no, I feel like I've the, seen that last year. I mean, my memory of trees and your sister is when me and Jeff <laughs> brought her one while they were on vacation and then she came out and. Fucking had a like aneurysm about she it. She had a conniption. Like she was so upset. She thought it was uh what's her name? Her uh Amanda Hugging. Yeah, somebody kiss. else got friendly fired friendly fired over that. Even better. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Amanda Hugging Kiss. They called up Amanda Hugging Kiss. She's like, You fucking cunt. You whore. Why would you put this Christmas? And she made Jer take that Christmas tree and throw it out in the streets of the tenderloin. Oh, and Jer was so upset because all he's ever wanted is one Christmas tree. Well, Jer said, like, when he yeah. walked into the house, because you and uh, Jeffrey got in there and put the whole tree up and everything. And Jer, when he... Oh, yeah, he, we de- we decorated it yeah. and everything. And so Jer, because Stephanie had never allowed Jer to have a tree. And Jer said they got back from, I think they were scoping locations for their wedding or something. And they got back from uh, New Orleans. That's where it was. And they got back in the house, and there was a tree. And Jer said for, like, one magical moment, <laughs> he was overcome with joy that Stephanie had surprised him like that. <laughs> And then Stephanie what, were they really scoping wedding locations? Because if so, that's hilarious. Because didn't they end up getting married like three blocks two away blocks in away, the Tenderloin? Yeah. Stephanie wanted to get like, married in fuck? New Orleans. So she was like, uh, they went up to New Orleans for like five days to check out locations. Jared just got drunk the whole time. No, it was unproductive. No, Lance. 
Thanks for that. Lance, was that a real tree or an artificial tree you guys threw in the apartment? <sighs> Ooh, it was a real tree, but now I'm trying to remember like where we got it. Did you go to? Like, I don't place? remember going to a Christmas tree yeah, lot with Jeffrey. Like a lot. I just I think I think what happened was I bought it in the East Bay at a Christmas tree lot, and then I drove it over, and Jeffrey helped me carry it up to their fourth floor apartment. Jeffrey decorated because he was taking care of the cat. Yeah. So I think <laughs> I bought it, and and maybe you and Jeffrey both also chipped in money because fucking trees are like. Even back then, it was like yeah. 50 bucks. Or something. It was a small tree. We took it out of the sick and wrong fund, I believe. Oh. I think that's what it was. Because well, we... it's paying paying dividends. A dividends. Later. <laughs> a story for the, season, story. for the seasons of the show. Yeah, Stephanie was so mad, though, because like Jared just for one second had Christmas joy, and then Stephanie walked in the room, kicked the tree over, and was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Yeah, Didn't really the rabbi annoyed. had like just died and maybe it was not the best time to be like trying to set up new family traditions that she wasn't really interested in anyways. I think that's, I think that's, that's what her that reasoning was. That was part was. of like her overreaction. She was like emotionally on edge already. I think that was her reasoning, but the rabbi had died like two years prior. So I mean, Plus she, yeah, she had the prospect it. of getting ma- actually married to Jeremy. That was in her mind. That could be unpleasant <laughs> to deal with. She was, she was so mad. And when she finally found out, I think... She called me and was just like, I can't believe that fucking bitch would come into my place and put a Christmas tree. <laughs> and then I was laughing. She was like, what's so funny? And I was just like, uh, it was me and, and Wackerly, the sick and wrong prank. And she's like, fuck you guys. She was so mad. <laughs> and then, yeah. I think shortly thereafter, a bunch of us were all in town and we went out to dinner and this Amanda person like whipped her tit out. At uh, dinner to feed her kid. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, I thought she was just doing it for fun. (laughs) I wish. It's kind of, yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, it was a very crowded restaurant, and there was like 10 of us at the table. On her, on just in our group, it's like her dick just comes out. And I think she was like in the middle of a sentence, and I was like, oh, okay. It's going to be like that. All right. (laughs) You should have whipped your tit out as well to make her feel more at home. Yeah. You have to have a baby with you to pull this off. So, uh, Steele, have you finished your Christmas shopping this year? Yes, I've been done with that for months now. I, I, everybody at this age, it's all it's all gift cards, and I get I get one stop. I don't have to like you don't like it used to be you had to go to the actual store that you wanted the gift card from the gift card. Well, now I can go to Rite Aid, and they have eighty fucking oh, wow. stores yeah. in there. You know, a whole wall of them. So I only have to make like one trip. I buy them all right then and there, and I'm fucking done. I'm all set. So I've been done with that for a fucking month. But maybe it's my memory lapsing or something with my old age, but I thought you said last year you bought Dougie a three-flavored gourmet popcorn tin. Are you, are you not doing that again this year? <laughs> one with the dogs I'm, on? I'm going to refuse to even answer that <laughs> Do you get Kate, have you ever have you have you experienced the, is this something that they have in the UK or no? The popcorn tins are unique to America. I bought her one the other day. But it's got the one. it's got the three it's got the three divider and the three different And the three the different caramel, types. the cheddar cheese and the regular, right? <laughs> Reg, regular. Yeah. And yeah. all the flavors kind of tend to meld together. In a wonderful concoction. If the dividers get separated, but it should be apartheid <laughs> corn. Like it should be an apartheid state. It should be. <laughs> it's like the Middle East in that. It, it should be. Yeah. Um, so, Steele, you don't buy it's gifts. It's very Jim though. Crow. <laughs> <laughs> you don't buy gifts for Dougie or Martin or anyone like that? 
I have never bought a friend a Christmas gift, a birthday gift, uh, other than maybe once in a while a joke gift. I remember I bought Martin one time for his birthday, cunt in a can and college cunts magazine. Like for, but that's probably the extent of my gift giving to friends. If I, I don't, I don't even know that when their birthdays are, and I don't even know if half of the most of them probably don't. I don't even know if they celebrate Christmas, to be honest with you. So I don't know. I don't buy gifts, and they don't buy me gifts either. So it's it's not. I've never had that type of rapport with the people I hang out with. There is nothing worse than dudes buying gifts for like your dude friends buying gifts for each other, because then you got to remember their birthday, and, and I just I'll buy you a shot. It's weird. If you tell me it's your birthday. It's a little. Yeah, game. I mean, I'll do that if I'm at the bar. Yeah. yeah, but I'm not going to go buy you, you know, a gourmet three flavored tin of popcorn. <laughs> How come they don't sell those? Although I like time a three flavored popcorn tin. I like the popcorn tin. I'm not opposed to that. And I mean, once in a while, like your work or whatever, will send you one of those things. But I mean, like, I don't, I don't Christmas shop for friends, and they, nor do they do the, do that to me. So, did you? Uh, there's no Chinese gift exchange or any of that shit. Chinese gift exchange? <laughs> what is what's, that? What's Chinese gift exchange? Yeah, what is that? It, isn't the Chinese gift exchange, isn't that when you fucking buy like a gift and then you can, when you open it up, you can trade it with somebody else because you want their gift? <laughs> Wait, isn't why that the, the Chinese, Chinese gift exchange? That? It's because two wongs don't make a right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, you're talking about Indian, you Indian giving. <laughs> no, Indian giving something well, yeah, else. Indian. Indian's giving where I give you a yeah. present, but then I say, I might want this present back one day. That's Indian giving. Well, the Chinese no, giving. I, yeah, that's, when you take, that's, not, that's also that, not what Indian giving is. As somebody who's part Indian, it is. Indian giving is when you give, you give something to somebody, like, say, a reservation of land. <laughs> oh, you're talking about that Indian. Just, I'm talking about you this just, Indian. You just take it back. You don't ask them or say you might take it back. You just, you take, just it back. take it back. Take it back, yeah. Uh, the Brits are great at doing that. <laughs> so, Steele, did you buy a Christmas gift for your ex-wife that gave birth to your black child? Or did you Scrooge her? Uh, look, uh, we were never married. So, uh, Keep an eye on that. She's not an ex-wife of mine. Um, but now, what was your question? Besides, I got hung up on the wife part because the legalities of it all. No, we were, we were just dating. Did you get her a gift or did you Scrooge her? Like, have you heard this term Scrooged? It's a new, it's a new toxic dating trend I read about. Oh, JoJo will know about that. I do not, I do not know that. I'm not up on the dating trends. Have you, have you heard of this can I, term? Can I guess, can I guess what it is? Yeah. Because I haven't heard it either, but I can guess. Yes or no, can I guess? Yeah, yeah, guess. What is it, because <laughs> I thought of this, but I didn't have a term for it. <laughs> is it where you... You break up with the girl before when Christmas is on the horizon because you're like, I don't want to deal with all this Christmas. You know, Wackerly has that diabolical, toxic male mindset. You know, is he right though? Because he's it's right. Some, That's yeah, exactly it's what scrooging is. It happens when you a person yeah, dumps it makes their sense. partner. It's a good. It's a good strategy, especially right if you're Christmas. not really serious about the person, anyways. Like, because you're then going to be. Because when you're dating, especially if it's like the first year you're dating somebody or the first six months, it's that's when weird. the holiday se- season does go on forever. Because it's like, ah, we're going to go caroling with my, we're going to go look at the lights. We're going to go on a fucking wagon ride. Like, no. Yeah, but it, it's weird, though, if it's like you said, six months. Okay, if you're dating <laughs> six months, I can see maybe getting to the holiday season. 
But the weird thing comes in is like when you just start dating somebody like three weeks or something before, oh, yeah. like yeah. you just never really acknowledge it because it's rookie, so... rookie mistake. <laughs> just yeah. wait. <laughs> well, I remember I started dating my ex like end of October, my previous girlfriend. And so when Christmas came around, she's like, or are you going to come to my house and, uh, you know, meet my parents and have a big Christmas oh, thing? Oh, like, God. Fuck I like, no. And I, I forgot like, no, about that. I don't know you well enough to do that. It was a major point of contention. And she was really upset that I didn't want to do it. You I did up. the next you year fucked begrudgingly. Up. But no, why would you do that? It's like, too that's soon. A, well, that's the thing. Like, a, a Scrooge-like lovers may not fancy the long-term, you know, commitment. And they don't see the relationship going in, anywhere. So why, you know, spend 200 bucks on this person if you're going to break up anyway? But, okay. But this is, this, is, this is a male thing, obviously. But this is fucking warfare. Because women have something else. And it's called cuffing season. Cuffing. Where they, yeah, yeah. they're like, it's cuffing season. I don't want to be single through the holidays. You know, I haven't heard. There's, oh, there's a song yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, winter. A parody song about this. But it's the hot. It's winter, but it's the holidays. It's more. Yeah. It's more the holidays than winter because it's like, I'm not gonna be single. I need a man that's gonna buy me dinner and fucking Christmas shit and count. You know, I don't want to go home to my fucking family and all their boyfriends and husbands and wives. So. So this is war. <laughs> so like, I feel this is know. very yeah, sexist. Cuffing versus scrooging. Because like, I would scrooge before I would cuff. Yeah, I think so too. I, who cares? No, about and the scrooging like thing, because I've, I've heard of people that have done... Now, in their definition of scrooging, they break up... Now, they break up, you know, full-fledged once the holiday comes along, and they don't get back together, like, three weeks later. Like, I've heard of people that have kind of like gone there i don't know if there's a term for it but people that like around special occasion like somebody's birthday like if they're dating somebody and their birthday like they'll break up with them for a few weeks around that period so they and so they do it so do they get back together or they're just they just wash their hands of it they're done completely so they, they don't you know and they, they, they just move on. on to the next one we no the real I mean, the real you know, players you get, you get, back together. get back together you can only do the get back together thing if you're like actually hot <laughs> like, yeah yeah I can't do that. But you'd be a player. What do they call? What do they call it? Like, uh, which is the next nuclear level of this? Like when you <laughs> your girlfriend like gets cancer or something, and you're like, ah, I think, uh, yeah, it's just not really Ooh, working I, out. Yeah, I wonder what that that's is. Like a, that's like a um, the Newt Gingrich. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's Gingriching. That's what that is. Okay. When you, when like, you just start yeah, okay. dating it's another girl while it. your wife is dying of cancer, your girlfriend is dying of cancer. Yeah. That was Edwards, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Uh, I think there's Edwards a couple. I think there's a couple politicians. I think a lot of politicians yeah. have done that. But the part part of the thing is too, like, what if you start dating someone, you've been with them for three months, and then they get like a debilitating illness, like Parkinson's or something. Oh, you break like, up you with just them. Peace out. Yeah, you well, peace out. What do you call it if What do you call it if you take a girl from a party and drive your car into the Chappaquiddick? Uh, <laughs> in the Chappaquiddick, what is that? That's, what's a Chappaquiddick? That's a Chappaquiddick is that maneuver. A, is that a Is that a Ted Kennedy? Into the river. <laughs> Oh yeah, well that's one. That's an effective method. Yeah, the Kennedy method. Yeah, or you. There's a good movie up. about that. That's pretty recent, by the way. Oh. And it's, it's not. It's not. Uh, obviously, it's not. Uh, it's not. Doesn't take Ted Kennedy's side. Good. Wait, you read some yeah. recent news about it? No. You're so, what's the film called, Rocco? No, there's a movie. I. I, I can't think it's remember. actually called Chappaquiddick. I think it might be called, called Chappaquiddick. Chappaquiddick. Who's in yeah. it? The main actor is really good. He, 
I can't remember his name, but he's been in a lot. He's in one of the Apes, the newer Apes movies. He kind of looks my like Ted Kennedy, part of the, a young Ted My Ted favorite Kennedy. part of the whole thing is when Ted Kennedy walked into the court with a fucking neck brace on. <laughs> trying to get trying to get jury sympathy. Yeah, I, I got hurt too, you know. It wasn't all just her. Okay, what do you what do you call it where your wife's fucking being annoying, so you just get her lobotomized? The, the, the 1950s Kennedy? male. Well, no, no that's what that's what Ted Kennedy's dad did to Rose Kennedy. Oh, the yeah. daughter, didn't yeah. they? I think that's called a marital aid. <laughs> she was like, and she was like twenty five. She wasn't. She yeah, wasn't she wasn't old very lady. old. Yeah, and they just kept her like yeah, chained up in a rocking chair the rest of her life. She couldn't talk. So yeah, that's true. I found out about Scrooging from some TikToker that went viral because that's where I get all my news from now. TikTok influencers, but on the same TikTok, she uh, talked about another thing called the Penny Method. Have you ever heard about this? I think JoJo. Is that when you check check whether you need to replace your tires or not? No, <laughs> uh, it involves putting in maximum yeah. effort with a woman in the initial stages of the relationship, only to decrease the effort over time as the relationship progresses. Oh, it's called being a cunt. Then. <laughs> well, I think Wackily's perfected this. So the idea is you remove. Your... <laughs> I was going to say. I thought everybody just did this naturally. <laughs> <laughs> the idea is you remove your effort in a way that the woman doesn't notice you're pulling away from making an effort, with her <laughs> accepting the bare minimum as the best outcome. Can I just say, women notice everything. <laughs> so good luck to the men who try and do this. <laughs> she she said she was talking to a guy hmm. about this, and he was like. Women are like a piggy bank. Like you put $100 bills in at first and then you get to the point where you're just putting a nickel every now and then. So what, when you, when she's like, what do you want for dinner? He just goes, mm. that's well, it. That's a penny method, is it? I mean, I don't know. It's like, I, it, it it does make sense. I mean, this is this is modern dating. Thankfully, I don't have to deal with this. I'm not a penny method type of guy. I go all no, right. <laughs> He's a Jew, of course. He's a penny guy. <laughs> Half penny. I've Half not penny. even seen those shekels. He won't even let me look at them. <laughs> so, Steele, do you do a secret Santa with the uh, the other PIs? <clears throat> I don't have. To, I don't see. Like I don't. I don't work in an office. Like we don't see each other hardly ever. Will you never you, meet up well, with the other PIs and talk shop? Well, that's how good they are at their job. They don't know who the other PI is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when I first started, we used to do a lot of like three, four man surveillances and shit like that, where you'd have fucking. But lately, it's one. You're lucky if you get a two investigator surveillance to do, and most of them are one. And I, I rarely cross paths with anybody. Like I have very little contact. I can do a Secret Santa exchange with myself, <laughs> but that's about it. Like we don't have like picnics. Like I know you guys have like picnics and Zoom meetings and shit. Like we don't do any of that shit. You don't go bowling with the other PIs or anything like that? No, we don't go to see Star Wars, the new Star Wars release. We don't do it. First of all, we live, we don't live in the, like, we all live in different parts of the state. Like, so we don't have like a central, we're not in a centralized location. So there's no office, no headquarters. There's, well, there used to be, when I first started, we had seven or eight different offices, but 
Then it got to, nobody would go to the office to do any work. They, they were useless. They were just a waste of money. It was like wasting money on leases and fucking office equipment and, and utilities and all that shit. So it just became, we're all working. We were always working from home anyway. So Do you have to, to transcribe your own tapes? Or do you not do that? Because uh, I think I knew no. a girl who was, who was doing that. Her, she worked for the private, in the office. And she just would listen to the tapes and you know type out all the words. Yeah, we used to when it, when we I type most of my reports now, but when uh, okay. there have been periods of time where we did dictate and then we'd send those in and somebody else would transcribe them. Do uh, do so. you use invisible ink? <laughs> uh, I was gonna ask if you had one of those uh, those long microphones. See, that's oh, a the great Bob Barker secret. microphone. That's a great no, like the, the one that looks like a gun that you point at somebody like a mile away. And just, oh, <laughs> the ones that they used to advertise on TV. Yeah. I've seen them in movies and stuff. Do you have a hidden knife yeah, in no. your shoe in case things go wrong and you have to kill a pup? Well, yeah, the thing about it is, is like when I first started, we used to have covert cameras. It, we had them in fucking hats and eyeglasses and sunglasses <laughs> and shoes, lapel, lapel pins, pens, all this shit. Well, now everybody's got a cell phone camera that has a cell phone that has a camera on it. You can put it in a pocket and let it roll and, you know, stuff. But yeah, when I first started, we used to fucking put covert cameras. I had one in a in a bowling bag once I was following somebody around and started ah, to go bowling alley all the time. <laughs> yeah, so I would set I would set the bowling bag on the fucking chair and I fucking order some food and then I get up and bowl and the thing would be rolling fuck back then it was tapes. Now obviously everything's digital, but it would be rolling tape the whole fucking time. So yeah, we used to fucking rig those things up into everything. But like I said, nowadays it's kind of a you don't go to those extents anymore because if everybody's got a you know, you can just do it off your, your cell phone camera most of the time. Yeah, but do as you ever... Steel, Steel, let me give you a tip. Let me give you a tip, though, because as somebody who rides the bus and likes to take pictures of some, like, people with deformities or whatnot, right. <laughs> make, sure the, make sure the flash is off. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that giveaway that you're taking a picture Absolutely. of. <laughs> Absolutely. Steel, do you ever break into, you know, the, the perp's home and hide, like, bugs, like, in the lamp, like little, you know, listening devices? <laughs> You've been watching way too many episodes of Magnum PI. Uh, yeah, Rockford. They always they're always on TV. They're always breaking it. It's, first of all, that's that's a crime. Even if you're a law enforcement agent, to plant a bug into a location, you have to have a search warrant to do that, which aren't always easy to come by. So, like when you're going after organized crime or something, and you're working for a federal agency or state agency, but you can get a search warrant through a judge. And you can go do that in the private sector. If you're a PI and you're breaking into place, you're just, you're a burglar at that point. I mean, you, you don't <laughs> have any criminal. So no, I don't. Somebody like Jeff uh, might come get you. Right. Somebody that uh, Maybe your pants wants a tool t-shirt and no pants. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a stun gun or like handcuffs or anything like that? A taser. A taser. Well, in the state of Michigan to carry a taser, you, you can get it. Tasers are legal to carry in the state of Michigan if you have a CPL, which means if you have a CPL, you have to go through, uh, you, you can carry an actual firearm, which at that point, I don't know why you would carry a taser. But uh, they should make, and, and the laws are in California, I'm sure in California you probably can't carry one at all because you can't even, there's not even really an easy way to access a CPL out there. But uh, here we're almost getting to constant. We're probably pretty close to constitutional carry, so 
Anyway, Kate, Kate got to see a crime fighter carrying a carrying a firearm and opening when she was up here for Thanksgiving. Oh, steel! Yeah, I saw my first real life gun. First gun in real life. You've never seen a gun before? No, I've seen them on obviously like really? television, TV. Right. Yeah. We were up close. Like we we were in Oakland and we went to go get some Thanksgiving stuff for my sister. And on the way back, it was the middle of the day. It was probably like two p.m. I was about to get on the highway and we were stopped at an intersection and this like dude, this like black guy ran across the street with like long treads carrying like a semi-automatic rifle with a big ass clip, like right in front of our car. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But he no, he wasn't nice to be in the guard, Guardian Angels or something. I'm sure he was. No, the Guardian Angels. Luckily, he did not have the energy of a Guardian Angel. He had the energy Mm -hmm. of the opposite. He had no beret. He wasn't wearing a red beret. I'm just saying, you you immediately assumed that he was a nefarious person. That's all I'm saying. I would assume anyone who was running around with a gun is a nefarious person. But I made the (laughs) distinction, though. Like like a black guy like that, because Kate freaked out. She was like hiding in the, you know, getting down, crouching down the car. And, uh, I was like, could have been a narcotics agent. Well, or you know, (laughs) I mean, well, I don't know if there was like, where was it? Just in the middle of the street, or were you in a neighborhood? No, we're in Oakland, like downtown Oakland. But what I'm saying is, if you see the Taco Bell, yeah, by the Taco Bell on 12th Street. (laughs) But if you see a black dude running with a gun, he's got places to be. Like he might carjack someone, or it's a gang fight. He's got something to do with the gun. That's where he's going. You're just like incidental. Like you're in his way. But if you see a guy that looks like Wackerly. With a what? semi-automatic gun walking down the street, I'm gunning it through the intersection. I don't give a shit because that guy's just indiscriminately <laughs> shooting people. He's a, that, that guy's a mass shooter. If you see yeah, a, exactly. somebody looks That's like a what, what was the Las Vegas guy's name? I can't remember. Stephen Paddock. <laughs> Shot what yeah, like, name. A guy like that guy carrying yeah, Paddock, a fucking Paddock, right? Yeah, like carrying like a militaristic firearm. I would be like, I'm fucking gunning it through the intersection. Like this dude looked like <clears throat> he had a job to do. You know, he was busy. Right. But on his very, way he didn't have a ray. He didn't have a. He didn't have a ray jacket on or a badge on his belt. No, no. Or a yeah, badge I think he was wearing a. Va- I think okay. he was wearing like. Because I mean, a black t-shirt, I mean, I, I, beige, I, I, beige combat pants. <laughs> no, but you you know how when you're watching football and you're trying to be like, who who is that guy? And they've got their dreads and it's covering up the name on the back of their jacket. Maybe that was happening. Maybe he did have a jacket. The, the dreads were in the way. Yeah, I'm just maybe saying. Maybe he was a former Oakland Raider. Not, well, he know. was off to raid something, well, and he had a big Kate ass was, gun. Kate was shaken, not stirred. <laughs> um. uh, to be honest with you, the place where you get shot in Oakland is you'll be driving down these like super busy, high, you know, five lane, massive traffic highway, like 880 or 80, and uh, gangs will be shooting at each other in each other's cars, and people are constantly, usually like infants for some reason you know in their car seat will get hit right, with the right. bullet. and these happens I, I i've seen it before obviously did not get shot but i saw two guys shooting at each other at 880 one day this makes me feel really safe about going back to oakland yeah it did feel too comfortable in oakland. my sister just bought a home there so that's why this is the first time i've been up the bay area where we weren't staying right. in the city but which also <laughs> but here's here's the thing world. your sister and jer bought a house in like a very nice part of Oakland in yeah. the hills, it's forest. But your sister who's lived in the Tenderloin for like the past, well, I guess she lived in a different, a slightly nicer neighborhood in San Francisco for a little while, mm-hmm. but lived in the Tenderloin before that for what, 20 years? Yeah, like 17 She's years. She's absolutely years. terrified of this new location. It's <laughs> insane. It's, 
Well, I love how Kate and D are acting like going to Oakland is the only place to get. They, they, you guys live in Los Angeles, do you not? How far are you from like South Central and Watts and some of those? I mean, they're, they're, it's like LA, the whole LA area, the whole LA metro area invented uh, street gangs. Like that's where that's street true. gangs really rose to prominence. But we so live with the I mean, gays and like the Jews. You don't Jews. have an opportunity to see it down there, just like you see it in Oakland. I mean, it, it, it doesn't you're, bother you're not me. that far removed from it where you live. It's just a fact of life, of living here. I think you'll get used to it after the first couple of shootings. Well, I haven't heard a shooting yet. So that now I've seen a gun, the next stage will be that I will hear a shooting. What about, have you have the ghetto birds flown overhead? Or <laughs> yeah, we've seen plenty of those. <laughs> Kate's like, is that a news, like a news organization chopper? Or is that like a ghetto yeah. bird looking for someone? And I was like, oh, I'll just wait for the spotlight. Yeah, I've seen a few ghetto birds. That's exactly. window. Like yeah. you just look at them for ages. They're That's rare. like every night when I lived out there. It was like every night you look up and they're fire, they're searching for somebody running through the alleys. I used to work with a guy who grew up down there as a kid. He didn't. He wasn't like in Watts, but he was like in a marginal neighborhood. He's a Latino guy, uh, and he said his kids for fun they would uh, they'd see the ghetto board and they'd they'd flicker flick their lights yeah. on and off like their back porch lights. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to fuck with them because that. If you do that, the cops supposed it's supposed to be the signal that like the guy you're looking for is in my oh, backyard, in backyard, but they would just do it as yeah. like a punk kid. Wait, Wackerly, did you learn that from remember- cops? <gasps> cops is also on from Pluto, what? might I add. Cops. cops. No, from this guy this guy I worked with, Vince, who told me. That's yeah. what they would do. Do you still watch cops on Pluto? <laughs> you know, <laughs> the shine the shine kind of cops kind of went away after Withered? some of the uh um I, I can't even remember these people's names. This is how, this is how woke I am. But, you know, well, like George Derek Floyd. And all George like, Floyd, yeah. You know, it used to be very funny to watch the cop, like, kneeling on a black guy's neck that was, like, <laughs> you know, doing some crazy traffic shit. And now it's not as funny to me anymore for some reason. Now it hits too close to home. Um, you know, but cops, there's a cops channel on Pluto, actually. Yeah, I mean, I have DVDs yeah. and things. <laughs> Wackley used to love cops. Yeah. He watched it all the time. I I, if, I, if I turn it on for 10 minutes, I, I'm right back into it. You know, yeah. it doesn't take me long to get over my uh, aversion. It is kind of mesmerizing TV because, you know, I mean, it's it was kind of the first of its kind. I mean, when it came yeah. to that type well, of yeah, early I like show. I like anything where just people are just insanely fucked up. And I'll tell you, do you know who Dave Ramsey is? That name sounds familiar. <laughs> So Dave Ramsey this is this very, he's a he's a very religious financial dude. So like I have no interest in his weird evangelical religion. Like every fucking other minute, he's talking about Jesus and blah blah blah. And you know, and then it's all about saving money and blah blah blah. But the people who call into his show <laughs> are so fucked up financially that I I just I'm mesmerized by that show too. Um, I'm going to check this show out. David Ramsey. He's a... a it's like just a people who call in who make, you know, like $10,000 a year, like doing some, like working at fast food and somehow have like $500,000 in debt on their credit. <laughs> and, you know, these are real people. And it's just fascinating to listen to like, how the fuck did you do that? See, whenever I hear that show, it's usually almost the opposite. It's like the the people calling in aren't people that are just making uh, these minimal jobs. Like I hear people calling in that are like, you know, they're making between the two fucking breadwinners of the family, they're making like six, fi- you know, or uh, seven figures, and they're like fucking uh, eight figures in debt or what. I mean, it's like it's the opposite. It's like they. 
they can't, they still can't, man, even though they got yeah. more money than they know what to do with, they're still fucked up. Yeah, and that's funny, too. I, what I thought you were going to say, Steele, because this part is fucked, is he'll have people call in who, like, you know, bought his dumb books or went through his sessions, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I only make, you know, $30,000 a year, but I have, like, $7 million saved up, my home is paid off, and, you know, I have five kids, and blah, blah, and, and like, fuck those people. Because that'd be like if you watched Cops and like a whole segment would just be like the lo- most law-abiding citizen. <laughs> Nobody's listening to wants to hear this shit, right? And yeah. they they do some little cheer at the end. It's just it's just him trying to like sell his fucking what dumbass programs. Is it on, like, is it on uh, like the Christian Network or something? No, it's it's like massively guy, it's, it's massively syndicated. I mean, he's probably has like one of the largest syndicated shows. Oh, right, I have to this. check that out. Yeah, you know, Comps, I mean, it's, it's radio. Comps does a Christmas uh, episode every year. I don't know. If it's still not, it's not on. <laughs> when did Comps go off the air? Was that like ten years ago? Something like that. They were up to like series there's, twenty. There's copycat shows now too, and I can't even remember what they're called. One but, of my you know, favorites. It's, a, it's an easy formula. You just have to get. The hardest part is getting the permission from the police department. One of See, my favorites they never, is police they never, like, do, they never do like the Berkeley police department because Berkeley politics oh, yeah. are like antithetical to that type of show. That's why a lot of the a lot of episodes are like in you know down south. Yeah, they never they went to Chicago or something. They did one in Detroit a few years ago. It wasn't cops, but it was like one of those other shows like you're talking about. And I think I want to say they. Forget what the, there was some controversy. I want to say like they didn't like they were going up to fucking raid a house and they didn't realize there was another unit that was going to raid the house and they wound up. I want to say the two units wound up shooting each other. Like, uh, <laughs> like I, I don't remember the the, the details of it. I'd have to Google it online. But there was some and they they stopped production. They didn't like they were no longer none of the units that were involved were allowed. They didn't allow the, the TV crews with them anymore, but yeah, there's some fucked up thing like that. What but yeah, there's a ton of those like dumb similar shows. But crime definitely goes up around the holiday, you know, just like parents who don't have any money to get their kids shit. So they're stealing, oh, yeah. but then also just domestic violence. You know, you're just domestic like, violence. always spikes over the <laughs> I used to, Oh, and I used suicides. To, don't forget that. Uh, suicides. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I used to always listen to the scanner on fucking Thanksgiving. It was fucking, uh, it was unbelievable. The calls like Thanksgiving night. Cause everybody was all cooped up with their fucking family. They're getting fired, fucking tired of their cousins. Shit. You know, the cousins they're, they're also the last drinking fucking way more up. than they usually do. Right. Yeah, and they're all by, but but they've been drinking since they got into town like two days before. They've been cooped up with their family, some of the family they have some strife with, and so uh, by the end of thanks, yeah. like at the end of like the Thanksgiving yeah, meal, like late at the night, they're fucking the lions lost. They're all pissed off about that. They're fucking eight scotches in, and they get all pissed off because their fucking grandma took the last piece of pumpkin pie and they stab her <laughs> with a fork in the hand or something. It's fucking great. Ring, ring, ring. Uh, it's John List on the telephone. <laughs> I'm gonna do yeah. it. <laughs> Wackley, have you ever heard of that guy, John List? He's a I don't, I didn't, no, I did, did not get that reference. He's a, he was, a, I guess, a mass murderer. He killed his family in, like, 1971. But he was from ba- born in Bay City, went to Bay City Central, and went to the University of Michigan. Yeah. You should be proud. But this dude moved to Jersey, murdered his entire family. And then he, like, didn't get, it, like, the bodies weren't even found for a month. He, like, staged it and set it up. And then he moved to Colorado had started a whole new life and then he got busted from America's most wanted. 
He also oh. would have been a Dave Ramsey fan. He would have been bringing in because he had this huge house that had a ballroom and he staged all the Whoa. bodies in the ballroom. But yeah, he had no fucking money. But yet he had a ballroom to kill them all. Yeah, in. he had like a mansion. I mean, the guy was like a C. Was it inherited or something? No. No, he was like a, like a COO. He was like an accountant. Or something like uh, that. Wasn't he a CPA or something? So, yeah, something boring like that. Like but a he made a ton pusher. of money. But then I think, and the and the wife, remember the wife was going insane from syphilis. Yeah. So she had like tertiary syphilis. <laughs> he was married. Well, huh. this is before was he the he... penny husband or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the penny method. No, he murdered the family. He's a good because husband. I guess he couldn't have, he couldn't provide for the kids anymore. He blew all his money, and the wife was just going crazy, and she would like, you know, belittle him in public. And she was just like whacked out from syphilis. That's what happened to Al Capone, right? Yeah. Yeah, he went. Yeah, he had syphilis. Yeah, he got. You know, you just don't hear enough about that anymore. Syphilis madness. Yeah, it can get you. Yeah, I think because yeah, the silent killer. I think a lot of people, you know, I think penicillin now. You don't hear about it much because some people have penicillin for other al- like they'll get it for a sore throat or whatever like that. And if they had syphilis, I think it would take care of syphilis if they hadn't. Didn't even know about it. Well, back then, I think you just leave it. <laughs> syphilis for the clap. Is that the one that hurt burns and you pee yours and something else? Yeah, and it's, you get like lesions and shit. And I think back then, like the guy probably never boned his wife, so he probably never. I went thought that was herpes. Took a look. I think they all give you lesions. I'm not sure. But like syphilis sometimes, I don't think like people even, it can be like 20 or 25 years after, like before you even know you have it, I think. Oh, okay. May- yeah, maybe. But she had been suffering it for a while or from it for a, okay. for a while. And then I think she was going insane. And obviously he harbored resentment. Yeah, it can affect your neurological. And then he just shot everybody, including his own mother who lived in the attic of the mansion. Where did he commit all these crimes? Some, uh, Westfield, from New Jersey. City, but... No, in, Jer- in New Jersey. Because he got uh, extradited back. Because he left New Jersey, went to Denver, started a whole new life with a new family and everything. For like 20, For 20 years. years. Yeah, 20 he was on the years. Home. And then America's Most Wanted was talking about this cold case. And someone had like made like a plaster cast or something of his face. And some neighbor was like, dude, that guy lives next door to me. And they got arrested. Yeah. Some knock. <laughs> why, why was he making a plaster cast in his face? That's no, not they, just a normal thing. Well, America's Most Wanted. Because the they, cops wanted a yeah. age progress, age progression, and they went uh, to the sculptor or whatever, and they said, so you know, we, this is what he, he looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is what he looked okay. like in 1970, whatever, whenever the crimes occurred. He said, this is, what would his age progression be at <laughs> his age now? And the guy made a bust that looked pretty much just like the guy he looks now. Did you ever see the Norm McDonald sketch where he was he pretended to be the sketch artist for the Unabomber? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. The, the, the joke is that that sketch, the famous sketch of the Unabomber, looks nothing like Ted Kaczynski. Nothing. And he's got a yeah. hood on and big sunglasses and like bushy curly hair. So it's like, yeah. who the fuck is this supposed to look like anyway? It's like, you're just, how do you, you know, like how does somebody become a sketch artist like, or, or I guess, how does somebody get fired for being a sketch artist? Like, <laughs> you gotta suck. Like, that drawing sucks. Didn't look, doesn't that look anything sketch like artist, <laughs> That sketch of the unit or the one, the original one that you're talking about, I look like that sketch about fucking three days a week. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> could. You just put those sunglasses on and a hood and, like, you're, and a mustache and you're the... Uh, 
Yeah, yeah that's but similar to the crime scene or the courtroom artist, where you're like, what the fuck? That doesn't look anything like that. Well, the court, the courtroom, the weirdest thing is the fed. The, the only way you get courtroom sketches nowadays is at the federal level, because at the state court level, they allow cameras in. So they take, yeah. but now they, for whatever reason, the federal government still wants you to go in and with a fucking sketch pad and the fucking, yeah, they look fucking, they make the, first of all, they make everybody look way too like handsome and shit. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they yeah, they nothing do. like the person. Yeah. I guess I got, I, I, they have to go really fast, right? So they, that's, but it's still like not great. Still, it's retarded. <laughs> it's just retarded. Like, it, we can't even, let's put cameras in there for God's sake. I just want to apply for that job and just and be like, well, uh, you know, show us some sketch yeah, here. You know, yeah, here's my hired. drawing of the Unabomber. Yeah, okay. You're hired, whatever. Here's my drawing of the sketch person. Wait, Steele, <laughs> real quick, before we move on, I do have a phone call I want to play, but before we move on, do you ever wear disguises like the Unabomber oh, for yeah. your gig? Like, or like, who's Harry Crumb? Like, you remember that movie with John Candy? Are you like that? Where you? Yeah, watch- I remember John. Do you wear different disguises I, well, I mean, when needed? I, I mean, not, not really. I mean, I, not that I could, t- I mean, that's the thing. The only time I ever did anything like altered my appearance for surveillance is I think I might've talked to you guys about this. Maybe last time I was on or a couple of, is right after nine 11 happened. A lot of my cases were in Dearborn and right after nine 11 happened. This sounds familiar. Did you wear like a like Dearborn? A no, I, I was in, I, I worked a lot of cases that doing surveillance on unrelated matters to nine 11 and terrorism. I'd be there doing surveillance on fraud and a bunch of other shit. But when I was in Dearborn, by the way, I'm, they, I'm giddy with anticipation. Because I, <laughs> they, they, but Dearborn, Dearborn is like the the like concentrated like huge Arab population. Yeah, the biggest. Yeah, I exactly. Wait to the end of the so, story. Well, there's not. It's not that. It's not that entertaining or interesting. But I think I told D and Kate this one time. The only time I altered my appearance is when because, like I said, we had a lot of cases there, and after nine eleven, uh, obviously you'd be doing surveillance in those neighborhoods and you'd look around and you'd see about 10 other units doing and And you knew what every, most of the surveillance is there were for, you know, they were monitoring people that they thought may have terrorist ties. And so it became very difficult to do any surveillance in those neighborhoods because everybody was on high alert. So you'd sit there and I'm as white as, you know, I'm as honky as it gets. I mean, you can see when I'm sitting in the fucking car and people drive by, they can go, oh, there's a honky. And they automatically assume I'm watching somebody on that street. So I dyed my beard pitch. That's where I, the black beard look yeah. I had for like six months was because it, it helped me kind of quell people from when they were driving by, they'd look and they'd see a pitch black beard and they'd just go, they, that's another Arab. That's, we're okay. That's, that's just some, some Arab guy, you know, another Arab guy said. So they wouldn't think that I was doing surveillance. They'd leave me because they had like roving patrols in those neighborhoods that would like pull up to anybody that didn't belong in the neighborhood and ask what the hell you were doing there. So it would blow your surveillance. So I did. That's the only time I really ever altered my appearance. Well, I you never wore like a black. Sheet. I wore a black hat. We're, we're going to, we're going to have to pump. We're going to have to pump this, this guy's up a little bit. I, I want to see a turban. I want to see. No, I didn't. I want you to get a CD of that music. I want you to get a <laughs> prayer rug and do brown face. Come and, on. and put a camel, have a camel behind me. <laughs> <laughs> a camel and yeah. a goat. Maybe, I guess, <laughs> maybe a big hookah. 
You can put a hookah in your passenger seat. Maybe I'm misremembering. I thought you wore like a chic, like robes, and you had like the, the, the head <laughs> yeah. covering. Well, and that was when I was by myself and at home. I'd wear a robe. I quite often wore robes. <laughs> like a Saudi billionaire. Robes and slippers. <laughs> but it was more a Ron Jeremy robe. Not like, a J- like, oil. Jer- like I'm, I'm picturing Jamie Farr in the Cannonball Run. Steel can blend right in. He's a master of disguise. Yeah, Steel, did you never do a a tootsie and don a dress and like infiltrate the workplace as a woman to make a point? (laughs) Did you never do that? Did you ever do a tootsie? Did I ever do a tootsie? No, it's a good look at me. Could I pull off a tootsie? I'd have to shave, first of all. I mean, I don't know how I can pull that off. Um, apparently, there's a lot of drag shows around the Bay Area, obviously. Apparently, you can have a beard. <laughs> yeah, <drag queen. laughs> I, I didn't yeah, know until recently. All right, all right. Got a call here uh, from Glasgow Greg. Had a couple questions for both uh, uh, Steel and Wackerly. Why do you start this, this, the thing with this? Well, this isn't Mariah's version either. No, doesn't. No. I can barely hear what's going on, by the way. He was playing that Mariah Carey song as the intro, but Hmm. tell me if you can hear this. Right. Oh, I'm going to have to translate this right, for so, these two. Glasgow Greg here, messing up the uh, Merry Happy fucking Hanukkah. This guy's very Scottish. He's from uh, Glasgow. So I think Kate may have to translate for the Americans. Yeah. I mean, all that does. bullshit. But uh, I've got a serious question here. Serious question. For uh, for for the legend as Wackerly. For Wackerly. And, and a couple of questions for the all-American guy. That's John Steele. So uh, I'm, I'm going to head with Wackerly first. Wackerly. Said that about a mook, you know. What was that? Even I lost that. You seem a bit of a mook. <laughs> a mook. Let him continue on. Okay. That I, thought Brooklyn man, but I thought he said I thought something about milk too. But... I've got a special place in my heart for you. Although, it's really time you should apologize to Martin and Steele for oh my well, God. being a wanker. Oh, no. Podcast <laughs> convention. Let's gloss over that. Let's gloss over that. You fry turkey. It's good by me. Honorary Scotsman. I want to talk to the all-American guy that... All right, so he thinks Wackley should apologize. He should apologize to Martin and Steele for being no, a wanker. No, the statute day. of limitations is over. <laughs> I'm sorry. Steele, I think the statute of limitations has been over for 13 years now. How long has the podcast been on? <laughs> this has been seven. That was before the first Christmas one, I would think. So it's got to be like 20 years ago. Yeah, it's got to be like at least 20 years ago. All right. People know. John Steele, man, I got like two questions. Um. Uh, the first question being, I guess, put me my message here, John Steele. I love you, man. You're the guy. Uh, is Martin 
at least half a fag. <laughs> I really need to know, man, because my wife suspects he's half a fag. Did you say half a fag? Yeah. Is Martin half a fag? Because his wife suspects that Martin is half a fag. What do you think, Steele? Oh, I, no. I I think he likes fat chicks. I mean, I, I never <laughs> is saw... It, isn't Martin the only person in the room? Well, not that he's in the room. That actually has children. When do you get the pass? Like, well, Martin no, likes tranny porn, which I think is where this is coming from. Martin would willingly watch and jerk off to tranny porn, which and, is not something I've ever done. And butt plugs, right? He and he liked, liked he... butt plugs too, yeah. Oh, he did. Oh, you did make a good point. He did like a good butt plug. So with the butt plug play, there's probably, there might be some kind of, you a know, deep bit. down. It's like, I don't know if he want it with a man, but I mean, he's certainly in the butt play. So uh, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not yeah, fifty percent. Maybe it's may, like thirty percent. Like thirty percent. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah. Because half a fag would be yeah that you're half fag, half not fag. I'd say it probably. You guys are the math. You you guys are the smart ones. So what would the math be for like twenty percent, like one fifth? I'm thinking one like fifth a, of yeah, fifth, like of, fifth a fag. of a fag. He's a fifth yeah. of a fag, right? But you don't he, you don't know if he's yeah. frequenting like rest stops on the uh, on I seventy five. No, I don't. I don't. I mean, there is a. I'm trying to think. Does he have to go buy the purple peeps to go to the fuck where he, he works in Birch Run? I'm trying to think. No, the the purple peeps would be further south of where he has to go to work. I'm thinking if there was a place right off the expressway on it between where he worked, but yeah, well maybe he does sneak into there, but. Uh, there's no rest stop between there either. Those are further down, further south of where he has to go to work. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe he goes to Pickle Park and Bay City. But, no, I, I, I'd say that there is a 20 – I'd say there's a 20% shot with the butt plug play and the – Is Pickle um, Park still a you know, thing? He, like, does that still exist? I'm what's assuming that? it does. Pickle Park, is that still there? Uh, it's still there. I don't know if that's still where the the uh, that community goes to, you know, meet other men. But, I remember uh, my brother used to there. go to, Jeffrey used to go to Pickle Park. He'd borrow the rabbi's car and just head to Pickle Park and deal joints. I think Jeffrey was the king of deal. Pickle Park. He'd sell marijuana joints, like a little, some weed. Marijuana joints and go enjoy, uh, did he ever glory hole it back then? Did they have a glory hole there? Or was that before the, glory holes kind of took off? And the, no, glory holes have been around for American lexicon. Good, that's a good question. Next time Jeffrey's on the show... Uh, we should ask him if they had glory holes at Pickle Park. Well, it's cottaging, isn't it? Well, that's what you guys call it. We call it cottaging. Or did we... they? Yeah, like that's did, what George Michael do the... was doing. Did they do the famous, uh, I know LA, I think in LA they used to call this, this when they used to send out vice units to bust the gays in public, but the fag in a bag where they'd have the, they'd be in, a, in the shitter and then they'd have one gay sitting on the toilet sucking the gay's dick in front of them, and, but the other gay would have his feet in a shopping bag so that oh. if the vice came in, they couldn't see that there was another person in the stall. They just it, 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 it was. It would look like they were like. That is. It would look like they were taking a shit and just set their shopping bag on the ground when, in fact, there was another man standing in front of the guy in the shitter with his feet in the bag. That's like a blumpkin, but he's not really yeah. taking a shit, though, is he? But they used to call the fag the, the the term the cops always used to use in those days where yeah we busted fags and bags. <laughs> it's pretty clever. I think I might yeah, name this show. I might name this show. Very clever, that. actually. It's it's good. 
right, mean, so if uh, <laughs> I can never remember this guy's name, if Toe Tapper had just had his foot in a bag, oh, Larry Craig, oh, Larry Craig, Larry Craig, then he could, then he could have maybe had a little bit of plausible deniability. Yeah, you could have been like, yeah, yeah he was just he, was he could have learned a thing or two. Thing. All right, so we're saying we're going with he's a fifth of a fag. The cripple, my wife is called the cripple. She suspects that 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 Martin's half a fag at least. Um, second question. <laughs> like second question to the. I like, yeah, I like the act. Half a fag. That that's Brit. That's English. What you just said. Are you trying to say it like a Scots? No, because like I can't. I can't do a Scottish accent very that's well. That's pretty close. No, it's shite. Uh, shite considering how close I live to Scotland. American man is John Steele. Uh, second question is how old is Martin's daughter now? Uh, does she work at the um, view? No. Uh, have you knocked one off there? <laughs> we all want to oh, know. <laughs> this is Did you catch question. that, Steele? All right, what, what's as, as, as someone who's been part of this podcast or was for a while and has had incidents where we had to apologize to people afterwards. Oh, yeah. I recommend yeah, no. not touching this topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you ask? Did he ask about his dog? No, he daughter. asked about daughter. Matt. How old is Martin's daughter now? And have you cracked one out to her? And does she work at the VOO? And does she work at the VOO? <laughs> that, that was his question? All three of those All things? All three, yeah. Well, that's a loaded question. The, uh, no, uh, doesn't work at the VU. No, I haven't cranked one out to her. And I guess she's probably in her 20s, early Whoa. 20s somewhere. I don't know the exact age because I don't even know Martin's exact age or when his birthday is. <laughs> How many kids does Martin have? Does he just have one? Uh, they just had one and then he had his tubes cut. Oh, the yeah, well, badly cut. Vasectomy, is- yeah. His vas deferens. Does she have a Martin smile? Like, what do her teeth look like? No, she's actually very, you know, she's actually looks nothing like Martin. Oh, thank well, God. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank God. God. Yeah. She, yeah, she's blessed that. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. You could imagine having a, it's it's a muzzle. Well, like, did you ever see Jimmy Carter's daughter? It's like, dude, like, you look just like uh, fucking Jimmy Carter. Like, she's not attractive. That's a, could you imagine having a daughter that looks just like a facsimile of Martin? It's well, like Chelsea Clinton. I mean, I want to talk about, I mean, she doesn't look like either one of her parents, but I mean, Chelsea Clinton. Oh, Chelsea Clinton. Are we starting a conspiracy uh, that Martin had sex with uh, Hillary Clinton? Because I'm on board for that. <laughs> I, I want to figure out the backstory of how that could have happened. She probably strapped one on. I wouldn't be surprised. All right, we're almost done here with this one. <laughs> I like that guy's accent, though. I can't understand a fucking thing he says, but I like his accent. Well, love you, second wrong, and I love you, John Steele. You're the best, man. But go on. Apologize, by the way. Go on, Mark's half a fight, right? Love you, D. I think he's, he's like off me. Does that guy call in a lot? Yeah. yeah. He's a good lad. He's, he's a great guy. We met him when we were in Glasgow. Like, was that last year? Yeah. yeah What's we, his name? Glasgow, Glasgow Greg. Greg, and his his wife. So in a he his wife 
was a cripple. uh, crippled in a drunk driving accident, right? Involving him. Oh, yeah. He crippled his <laughs> wife when <laughs> they were like 19 and 20, still together. And still together. And uh, oh, sure. he calls her the cripple. And I think she calls herself the cripple too. Yeah, she refers to herself as the cripple. But they were amazing people. When we so that, that is he called the crippler. Yeah. He that's is a, the crippler, which a is a point. fantastic wrestling okay. name. If he wanted to take up wrestling in his granddad old age, but they're both. Well, I mean, you sports. said he crippled her, right? Yeah, yeah. he is the crippler. Okay. Didn't didn't D almost cripple you on a scooter? Did we have we discussed yeah, we this did. on the show? You, yes, yeah. he did almost cripple me, and I could have had brain damage and been much more mentally retarded than I already present myself. So well, maybe, I'm looking. Maybe you are, and you just don't realize it. Oh my god! You, think of that. This How could be like know? a Dallas. Yeah, this could be like one day I'll wake up and I'll look in the mirror and realize that I am actually fully retarded now, and this has all been a dream. Yeah. You know, on that note, Wack. Did that happen you... in Dallas? No, it happened here. Because there's also a oh, there's also a uh, a quantum leap episode where he leaps into the body of a retarded person. I've seen that episode. Anyways. That's a, that's a wet dream of mine. <laughs> um, so, so wackily on that note, on the the accident note, remember when I saw you over Thanksgiving? I had that like weird bandage on my head. Yeah, you had a hat on, which I thought was strange. Yeah, the well, whole I had time. a hat on, and then, because... and then you told me the story like two hours after I'd been there already. So. Well, it's like a. It's it's a special. I was I was planning on just talking behind your back about how weird it was that you had a hat on. It is <laughs> weird because I'm not why. a hat guy, but I kind of like wearing a hat these days. Um, but I was wearing a hat. I've never seen him in a hat. Yeah, I've never been a hat guy, but I'm kind of getting into it. I kind of like. It. I feel like more masculine. Um, well, you don't have anyway, to comb your hair, and also when you're going bald, it helps too. That, that does help. It hides. Yeah. It. But it also. I, I have a, I have a friend. I have a friend that I watch a lot of football with at the bar. Bar friend. And I've never seen him without a hat on. Never. Not Ever. once. And it's, it, I pretty and much he, wear a hat almost. He says he's bald. What about when you guys go swimming? <laughs> you know, this, is, this is like asking Steele what Christmas presents you brought. What about when you're both getting ready for bed at man night? Friends. <laughs> when you're hot tubbing. He wears, a, he wears a swimmer's cap. Bathing cap, if you will. But anyway, Steele. Maybe they, no swimming, but a steam. Well, here, yeah, no, here's the, ch- here's the chance because I've actually never gone to a sporting event with him. But that that would be because that when they play the national anthem, I, I assume he takes his hat off. That's my chance. Right. Yes. Yeah, that would be your so do you think he's bald? No, but he'll take his hat off and he'll have a little hat underneath. <laughs> no, he's, he's very bald. Everybody, everybody like talks about what I think I probably maybe about yeah. with him with him about it. That like, yeah, I always have a hat because I'm bald. He also was, is like a he's in a band and he. I've seen pictures of him in high school, and he was one of those guys that had like long, luxurious rocker hair. Oh, that's the one. So I think it's yeah. like, you remember, uh, about it. Do you remember Broke Dick Thomas? Yes. Then that guy's same thing. Back in the eighties, his his halcyon years, he had like really long hair. He was in a couple bands, and then he just slowly started losing the hair, and then just started wearing one of those like okay. Irish crazy caps. <laughs> There's more to this. Thomas was also. I mean, I mean, back then he was like in his forties, right? Yeah. And he well, he was yeah. not was it wasn't just a hat. He was dressing like he was like in his he was twenty one, like a hipster, hat, and like you know, flying women with cocaine. Like he, he it was it wasn't just a hat because he was bald. It was an entire disguise to pretend like he was younger than he was. And he was hip, yeah. And and meanwhile, this dude's got to be like I don't know, late fifties. Lives with his mom. 
in San Francisco. And uh, yeah, and tries to disguise yeah. the fact that he says he's like a, I think he was like a production assistant on the Black Album in like, what, 1990 when, when that came out? Metallica's Black Album? The Metallica album. Black Album? Yeah, he was like a production I to like remember a PA that. on it. And that's his claim to fame. I don't think he's ever done anything since. But you'd never see that guy without a hat. Very rare. So hmm. I don't know. I guess it's maybe just insecurities. I'm not there yet because thankfully I still have hair. But I was wearing a hat just to cover over the gap because I had this like it's a yellowish kind of bandage I had to wear called the duoderm bandage. And I had to wear it over the gash for like a month almost. And I was just wearing it to avoid having to chat about it. But being that I was around family and friends, I was telling you guys. But anyway, Steel, we fell off. A, we had a drunken accident on a scooter. <laughs> Might have told you about this on the Halloween show. But Kate and I—it sounds it, when you say it, it sounds very like oh ha ha. But still, you have to see the pictures. There's like blood everywhere. Oh no, faces. it was horrific. It was not a happy moment for horrific. me. And yes. we were double scooting, and we were way too drunk. Which makes it even gayer that I, we were double scooting. I kind of oh, blacked out. Like I don't absolutely, even gay bumps are coming up. Yeah. I don't remember the fall. Like Kate got scraped up, and it was pretty. I mean, it was horrific. I mean, it looked like she didn't listen to me. And uh, <laughs> I make really joking. good sandwiches, by the way, as um, an aside. No, you, I mean, you got scraped up, but thankfully it didn't break the skin. Whereas I had a gash on my forehead. And so I went to the emergency room. They kind of cleaned the wound and everything, gave me like some fluids to sober me up. And I went home and then uh, the wound just wasn't healing properly. It was like weird. It was like all knotted and gross. So I ended up going to some dermatologist outside of Kaiser. Turns out fucking Kaiser left a pebble in the wound like they didn't clean it out thoroughly enough so my skin was trying to heal the pebble so basically long story short i had to pay a lot of money to get the fucking thing lasered out now it looks fine but mm. yeah they had to like remove this pebble that was like four layers deep gross fucking gross in your forehead in my forehead on the yeah. back of your head? Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't a cool looking scar either, because I'd be down with a cool yeah, scar. I didn't. I didn't ask this. Like, did you just not put your hands up to like break your? It looked like you fell directly on your face. I think what happened is I fell like Kate fell, and I fell on top of Kate. Yeah, he fell and like then, over like, me. My, I like slid. Oh wait, 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 wait. <laughs> this is much. Wait, were you steering with your arms around Kate? You were doubling like that? <laughs> yes. No, I was. Oh, you were steering because I told you. That's way gayer. <laughs> Just oh before we crashed, I said, slow down. No, but I think. <laughs> and then we crashed. No, Wackley's got it wrong. I was in front. Kate was in the back. No, like, I, I thought was I was in front. Well, how no, the I fuck did you fall on top of her? No, she fell to the side, and I kind of fell over her. I thought I was in front. We were very drunk that night. Yeah, we were been really to drunk, but I'm pretty sure I was serious. And we were only like... I don't know. Lance, Lance's uh, theory, I think, just from... Uh, I'm, like a, a I'm like a forensic or, detective. Or, yeah. You two have PI double-teaming. makes more sense. But I was definitely I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm in court in that JFK movie with like the trajectory <laughs> of the bullet. But the reason the reason I feel like Kate was in the back is because she fell off the first time. Like you fell off. I had already fallen <laughs> off the scooter. We got back, back on and continued. Like this is how I, I, I told I told you that you need you need to get one of these uh, biker guy T-shirts, right? Where the back says, "If you, if you can read this, the bitch fell off." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were so stupid and so drunk that she fell off 
and then got back on and we continued. I, I don't know why at that point we just didn't walk. Because I, I was also the first time I fell off was like a slow fall off, as in we were going slow enough that I just kind of slunk to the ground. But then we were going so fast the second time. That's when the and we were like a block away, happened. like a block away from my. We were round the corner. Regardless, this stupid mishap cost me like a few grand to remedy, hmm. and never again will I be riding a scooter because fuck those things. But you know what's funny? Yeah, is just the just drunk and drive your car around like every yeah, other normal, like a normal person, <laughs> just a normal person. But the doctor there was just like, you have no idea how many people come in here with wrecked faces from those things. Because they're so mm -hmm. dangerous and everybody drives them drunk. Well, you know, it's embarrassing being on a scooter anyways. And I never yeah. should have. I, I don't like them regardless. And we don't really have them in the north of Britain because they tried to introduce them in the north of Britain. And two people died in one week because we can, we're no not responsible with them. Either. Yeah, because they were both uh, the British uh, like animals and we drink. And both of them just like drank and just cracked their head on the sidewalk dead. I remember It's embarrassing to die that way. I don't want to go out like that. I remember that. a couple of years ago, me and uh, Joe was in town. We were coming back from a bar somewhere in Hollywood. Couldn't get a lift. And we just were like, fuck it, scooters. Got on a couple lime scooters. And we're taking off. And we we're almost to sunset. And some car drove by and was like, nice scooter, faggots. <laughs> and I remember. I know, next time you just, roll, you just rollerblade to the bar next time. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. Anyway, let me play this quick Patreon promo. And then we'll be back with a little more holiday cheer. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a sick and wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sick and wrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. Big ups to all the listeners who support us on Patreon and Apple Podcasts. We do appreciate you helping us keep the show going. I mean, fuck, it's been 17 years. Not much longer we're going to be doing this, but we'll see. Uh, patreon.com slash sick and wrong support the show also if you want to get a last minute christmas gift go get a go go hit up the t public store sick slash shop click on the picture of the pope go buy uh your pet pep a sick and wrong shirt um we're gonna end the show here with a you know this is a great christmas album i don't know how uh, if you've been playing a lot of christmas music in the dorm room steel but this is a good one it's uh, Afro Man came out with a, a Christmas record in 2006 called Occult 45 Christmas. And uh, it's a classic, and there's a lot of good shows or a lot of good songs on it. This one in particular called Please Blow My Wad, and it's to the, uh, the tune of Feliz Navidad. I'll, I'll play a little clip from it. it it's, it's good, actually. I think it's, it's mostly catchy. Um, my wad, Mr. Shit. Police blow my wad. About leaving black people. I wish the cops would stop fucking with us. It would be nice, you know? I mean, it's kind of a... Is that all you want for Hanukkah? For the police to stop fucking, fucking with, with black people? Yeah. And okay. you know, I, I think that's that's very thing. woke of you, David. We're going to end the show with another fine 
fine tune from this record called Let Her Blow. And it's his take on the, uh, you know, Let It Snow. Um, so we're going to end the show with uh, Let Her Blow by Afro Man. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to, uh, to, to Wackerly and Steel. Thanks for being on the show. Um, I'm sure we, we're, we're probably going to do one next year. We'll have to see what happens. Um, we'll leave that TBD. And uh, have a safe and happy holiday season to all the listeners out there. Try not to get too drunk and have sex with a relative or barf eggnog all over the family cat. That could, that could ruin the holidays. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode 926, part two. Till then, take it easy. Hey, how you doing? All right. <laughs> Welcome to Palmville, California. Thanks for coming to the side of B1 Liquor Store. If you can't afford to get into the club, you can always buy some Coke 45, stand out here and drink with me. I'll be happy to sing to you. Fellas, <laughs> don't go psycho when she's on a menstrual cycle. If you can't fuck the hoe, let her blow, let her blow, let her blow. Maxi pads are frightful, but orgasms are delightful. She blows my wad. I hate to go out in the storm. The storm. But when I think about what she just did, my heart on keeps me warm. Get that pussy ain't popping. Popping. Get a head to popping. Popping. If you can't fuck the hoe, let her blow. Let her blow. Let her blow. I wonder if Miss Morgan will suck my reproductive organ. Her psycho has to flow. Let her blow, let her blow, let her blow. Well, it feels so good, I'm crying. I'm crying. Everywhere sperm is flying. If you can't fuck the hoe, let her blow. After she blows my wad, I hate to go out the storm. But when I think about what she just did, wait a minute, my heart on keeps me warm. If you can't stick it, stick it, kick back and let her lick it. If you can't fuck the hoe, let her blow, let her blow, let her blow. If there is no pussy pounding, you might find her lips astounding. If you can't fuck the hoe, let her blow, let her blow, let her blow. I accept training. Get down on your knees. Gotta learn, gotta learn. If you can't fuck the Let her blow, let her blow, let her blow. After she blows my watch, I hate to go out and storm. It's cold out there. But when I think about what she just did, my heart on keeps me warm. Fellas, don't get mad. Don't get mad. Let her change her maxi pad. Got her head down low. Let her blow, let her blow, let her blow. Hey, when she gets real grumpy, grumpy. give her something low. Oh, no. Since she can't let her blow.
You've celebrated the holidays with the sounds of Neil Diamond, Mariah Carey, and NSYNC. Now celebrate the enormous sounds of someone the entire family can enjoy. Hello, I'm Rod Jeremy, actor, author, musician, part-time rapper, all successful. But more importantly, right now I'm here to penetrate your home this Christmas season. <laughs>